Hi everyone, welcome back to Retweet. It's Lydia and Dina. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, so we're going to start the podcast just defining what we're going to be talking about today. And that is confidence. We're talking about confidence and essentially just how to be the baddest bitch in the city. Yeah, and like especially with the new year coming up, we felt like this episode would be a good segue into kind of like a new year's resolution slash living your best life in 2019 slash leaving the bullshit in 2018. Yeah, and so we had to have the best guest on, and so that's Angie. You can introduce yourself, Angie. Okay. Yeah. I love that introduction. Yeah, no, Angie is definitely the baddest bitch I know. Um, We met through our friend Hillary, and Angie. Also, yeah, also one of the baddest bitches I know. Um, And Angie's actually not only a photographer, she's also a DJ. So we're also going to be linking all of her information down below if you guys want to see some of her art and some of her work. (laughs) Yeah. um, And like also, this is the first episode where we've done. not having the guest in the studio so bear yeah so bear with us um but yeah we just want to keep bringing you guys good content mm-hmm. in 2019 so we're yeah. gonna see how this goes awesome so how would you define confidence angie how would you define like what exactly when you think about a bad bitch like what does that embody um a bad bitch i don't know i think i think about a bad bitch see a girl who just doesn't you know it just doesn't pay attention to what everybody else is like saying or doing and she's just doing her own thing but like is not putting other people down mm-hmm. and you know is trying to I don't know maybe like uplift people around them I think that's like really yeah. important like um that you mentioned like not putting other people down because I think a lot of the times like people will um put others down but it's like you don't need to put others down to uplift yourself. Like, we can all be winning, and we can all, um, you know, get this bread. So I think it's a, like, it's a mark of confidence and um, knowing yourself and being really, like, um, having, like, a high self-worth if you're able to not, like, put other people down because it, it shows that you know your own self-worth and you don't need to, like, put others down to uplift yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and another thing, too, is... It's important that you actually, like, noted it's all about kind of what the person self-perceives and how they maneuver themselves as far as, like, their character. Because another thing is, is I think that bad bitches and, like, confidence almost comes as an aesthetic. So when Mm -hmm. we look at how people, when we look at people who are uh, quoted as, like, bad bitches, a lot of times they have a certain look to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, especially on, like, Instagram, you know? Yeah, like this confident outspoken type of girl maybe she has acrylic nails maybe she has a cut (laughs) crease like you know what i mean those are things that we attribute yeah she definitely has highlight on the brows on yeah yeah she has brows yeah yeah for sure and i think it's important to note that bad bitchery doesn't have a look Mm -hmm. it's very yeah all about yourself and your comfortability yeah and so when did you start uh being confident no, this is, like, that's not a thing. I'm not, like, it's, like, a continuous yeah. thing. Some days I don't feel as confident. Some other days I feel confident as fuck. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. like today I don't feel confident. Like, I woke up and it was not a good day. Mm-hmm. But now I, now I feel good. So it's kind of changing. Yeah, like, but that's, yeah. there's definitely things that you can do to, like, keep yourself, like, in a high, in a high state. 
feeling better about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, you can do every day. So what? at what point do you feel like there was a certain shift where you were like, at this point now, I'm no longer going to feed into my insecurity and I'm going to try my hardest to kind of go forward in being confident? Or would you say, like, it's... Because I get what you mean. Like, you can be confident and both insecure at the same time. Those aren't separate identities. You can be confident in yourself and have moments where you're insecure and you shouldn't penalize yourself for feeling those emotions. Because um, definitely the most confident people in the world, they have their days. It's impossible to consistently be confident yeah. for the rest of your life every day, every single moment of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but was there a moment for you where it kind of shifted and you told yourself, at this point forward, like, there's no more competition I don't compete with other people. I'm not looking at other people to compare myself. From now onwards, I'm going to be my most, like, my best self. Mm-hmm. Definitely after high school, like, and also especially because yeah. I didn't go into any, like, post-secondary right away. I just had, like, some years off to myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was living in London, right? so, like, there's nothing to do in London except like, <laughs> do your own thing and yeah. like, grow your own shit and, like, you know, be yourself and figure yourself out basically mm-hmm. so definitely after high school I felt not confident at all throughout high school no I totally I don't know if anybody feels yeah. confident during high school yeah high school's the literal confident. worst yeah I mean okay weird enough I kind of felt confident in high school only because my high school was really weird and I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about no one in my high school was like flicking their eyebrows no one was shaving like everybody was just really like that sounds like a dream but like truly was like a really weird environment um but when I started university is when I kind of got near the those personas of like bad bitches like we got acrylic nails we got the cut crease Mm -hmm. you know we have on fashion over every day like type of people Mm -hmm. and I remember that was extremely intimidating me because I was coming from a place of comparison and I felt like I didn't fit in and that's when that kind of got quaky yeah yeah, I think that's, like, a good point um, that you made that, like, it was after you left high school that you started gaining confidence because I feel like I can resonate with that, too. Um, I feel like when I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I didn't have confidence, but it definitely shifted and changed so much when yeah. I got out of high school. It was definitely a, a different type of confidence. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> like, I felt better than other people, but, like, I didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, I was like, I am better than everything that's happening here and I don't know why I'm here but we're gonna roll with it but do you guys still didn't feel like good do you guys feel like as women when you express confidence or express that you're a bad bitch or whatever it is um it gets taken as being like cocky because I feel like for for women it's very hard to display confidence without it seeming very very like you're just super full of yourself and but, like, no one would really look twice at a guy for being, like, yo, I'm the shit. Because, yeah, like, Kanye whatever. Has a like, song. Yeah, Kanye has a song. Yeah. Kanye has a And everyone's at the concert, like, yes, Kanye. Every rapper is flexing about shit they don't even have. And then everyone's, like, yes, like, this is amazing. But, like, I feel like there's a different energy when a girl does it. And she's seen as unapproachable or she's a bitch or she's stuck up. When you are confident, you have an air of confidence about yourself and you don't um, settle for anything less than what you know you deserve. Yeah, no, for sure. I do think that is true. Like, I think that women aren't allowed to express 
um, like insane amount of confidence to the point where they call themselves a god. Yeah. But I do think that there's a certain type of confidence that is allowed within women, but it's very limiting and it's very gendered. So kind of going back, I don't remember what episode we were talking about it in, but it was talking about, I think it might have been in the shooting or shot episode when we were talking about how certain women will like display themselves as queens and people just like uh, disturbing their peace. Yeah. Um, That is confidence, obviously. Like, you value yourself enough, and that's great. But it comes from a place that's almost passivity. Like, you acknowledge your confidence, and you're almost waiting for men to notice it. And you're so confident. It's not, it's not like, it's not organic. It's not like a feminist sense of confidence. It's not um, rooting from you. It's rooting from, like, a patriarchy that wants you to act. Yeah, it's because you are, like, looking for the attention when you say that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I am this. You need to want me. And you're validating my worth by chasing me and playing these games and, Mm -hmm. you know, disturbing my peace or whatever. Yeah. And also, like, those women that are allowed to have those certain amounts of confidence, like, even, I hate to say this because I love Beyonce, but Beyonce, (laughs) like, she's obviously extremely feminine. She has, like, a very curvaceous body. She has boobs and, like, a stomach that's on flat, flat. Like, those forms are allowed, whereas... Gorgeous. yeah. Yeah, gorgeous, but... As far as, like, a girl who is maybe more androgynous or maybe more masculine, that... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, I love... Yeah, I love Princess Nokia, but I know that Princess Nokia gets a lot of shit online. But no, but have you seen... Okay, lately, I feel like Princess Nokia, like, her style is changing, kind of, to where she's more, like... Feminine, she's yeah. She's more feminine true. and she's more like acceptable baddie type of like mm. vibes. Because Wigs. I remember like when yeah, like when you first showed me Princess Nokia, I'm like, okay, she's she's cool, but she's not like fitting like Instagram baddie or whatever. But like now I feel like she can fit more into that. Culture, yeah, that is true. And she's more like accepted. Just that. My speaker. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's totally true. And it's hard because do you guys remember on Twitter the I think it's called like hashtag glow? Anyways, whatever. It's just a trend where people were posting pictures of them, like, post-puberty or maybe, like, during puberty, like, just their younger years. Oh, like, you just glow up. Yeah, your glow up. And someone, and I was, like, looking at these pictures, I was, like, so relatable, like, basically our Growing Up Ugly (laughs) podcast. But someone had made a really um, important tweet about that trend, essentially saying, um, did you glow up or did you just start uh, fitting into, like, the misogynistic... Mm. Uh, standard of beauty and I was like oh my god literally drag me (laughs) yeah Yeah, I was like literally drag me because when I look at back at pictures of myself when I was ugly Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things that I can point out are things that I just like didn't fit the patriarchal like standard of beauty I didn't have eyebrows uh my hair was like really short like there's all these things that are categorized as ugly within society so as soon as I started learning how to do my eyebrows wearing hair extensions that was a huge one for me yeah um I felt like I glowed up yeah yeah I feel like that too like because even with my own glow up so to speak like it was because I started like conforming I guess what you'd say but like I learned how to do my makeup better and like I started wearing Fashion Nova Mm -hmm. I started like learning how to do my hair um and like following the natural hair movement things like that so I think yeah like I I 100% agree with you like that glow up is now because I am more like appealing to the masses yeah and to like yeah me too me too but I feel more more glowed up now yeah than I than when I started like or, like, right after high school, where I just, like, started experimenting with makeup and, mm-hmm. like, 
like finding out what I actually like wearing but Mm -hmm. like now I feel like I know those things and I also feel like I don't know like I try to dismantle the patriarchy and try not to look like what I think it's what they want me to look like Mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard and it's hard to navigate that as a woman right because you're trying to be yourself but yourself might be exactly what the Mm -hmm. whatever the norm would be yeah and that's another thing I think I wish I'd almost told myself in high school because in high school I never wore makeup um and that was a decision I made because I just didn't want to conform to a certain standard Mm -hmm. but in a lot of ways like I there were times where I didn't feel as confident I talked about it in the glowing growing up ugly podcast as well um kind of the difference between self-esteem and sex esteem Mm-hmm. And I was saying how I have a lot of confidence in who I am, but as far as like, um, like sexuality goes, I was like, oh, I don't feel really confident. Like as soon mm-hmm. as a guy has a crush on me, I feel so awkward. Like how could you have a crush on me? Like all these things. Um, like did how do you thought about me naked? Like this is all things that freak me oh out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are all things that really freak me out. Yeah. No, and um, those were, like, two senses of confidence that I really, like, compartmentalized. Um, And one thing I wish I could tell myself in high school is it's okay to have confidence outside of your personality, if that makes sense. I know that sounds really ridiculous and obvious. Yeah. um, Because I do truly believe, personally, that confidence, like, true confidence does come from within. Like, when you like yourself actually, then the aftermath of, like, liking the way your hair looks or your nose looks or whatever will come through yeah um but i do think that people who um people who reduce confidence as far as like you're not really confident if you're just wearing the nails if you're just doing this that is true but i do think that helps like i do think that looking your best helps yeah for sure like i i know for a fact that when i look my best i feel better Mm -hmm. and not to say that it's changing anything intrinsically within myself but when i look my best i feel like i can perform my best i can like you know what i mean and and the way that others perceive you is going to be different and and everything like that and you always want to put your best like foot forward but not to say that like it's like taking care of your health yeah like your physical appearance yeah we all like like we don't like dirty look or like I don't know like people who don't shower care themselves. Yeah. like that's not yeah we're trying to be confident and attract confident people and attract you know good things so mm-hmm. yeah for sure look good feel good yeah but this is also like another controversial um like question because a lot of people when they talk um in reference to more specifically women who get plastic surgery they try to bash them and telling them they're not confident in who they are. So therefore, they paid this much money to get surgery. So how do we feel about that? Like, do you feel like surgery insinuates that you're unconfident? Um, I mean, it definitely says that you're not happy about something that you have. But I don't think it's a negative thing if you decide to change that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, most of you, most of the listeners do know me or they don't follow me on my Instagram. Make sure you guys follow me on my Instagram. Um, but I recently got my braces off. <laughs> and I always try to compare um, surgery to my braces just because yeah. my braces were cosmetic. They, there has nothing to do with my health. My parents really paid 
I think something like $8,000 just so that I could look better. <laughs> and obviously, like, braces are, like, a normalized thing within society. It, there's no stigma around getting braces. People get braces when they're 13 for cosmetic reasons. Yeah. So my thing is, I definitely argue that um, getting surgery is not a case of incompetence. I know a lot of people, or unconfident, sorry. I know a lot of people do argue that, but I definitely disagree because, yeah, surgery is just a thing. I mean, I always complain about how I might be getting a nose job. <laughs> and those feelings might change. And, you know, as time goes on, that might change. But, yeah, yeah I know. You have to, like, reflect on why you want to change, you know? Yeah, for sure. I want this because I actually want to like it'll make me feel better mm -hmm. or do I just want it because whatever people are going to think I look prettier with my stomach full of flat flat mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. it's hard though because it's hard because when you're so saturated in like a society that um perpetuates certain beauty standards I always ask myself I, I constantly ask myself do I want this because I really want this or do I want this because Right now, it's freaking trendy, and I really want it. Yeah. Yeah, I think about that too a lot. Yeah. I mean, braces is something, I mean, like, straight teeth is something that's always been in. Um, but, I mean, like, would I have gotten them if society didn't teach me to get straight, brace, like, straight teeth? Who knows? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Either way, I did it, so. <laughs> Either way, you finished it. I you got the straight it. teeth. You're living your best life. Yeah. You started before you could think about it that critically, too. So yeah, yeah, that's that so is true. true. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um... But yeah, what do you guys like, what do you guys do when you just feel like shit? Like, is there something that you do to make yourself feel more confident or feel better about yourself or like remind yourself that like, hey, I am that bitch? Um, well, I let myself be sad for a couple of days <laughs> and then I start mm -hmm. working on being better. But mm -hmm. I don't like, maybe I'll go shopping for a new outfit. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel or, that. Yeah, or I do like a like a health, not a health, like a beauty mm. routine. Mm -hmm. I watch some movies. Mm -hmm. You know, typical shit, I feel. Yeah, no, I, okay, so I used to be really into, like, making outfits, making looks, and I still am, um, but I'm currently trying this new thing where I shy away from physical or, like, materialistic things to help me gain confidence not that I particularly think that's a wrong thing if that's your coping mechanism but for me I found it to be like not long lasting and so I just kept doing this over and over again month after month I have to go through a new look and new hair etc mm -hmm. I do think that changing your hair does help a lot yeah it does um, <laughs> yeah like it really makes you feel like a new person um I'm really grateful that I have a platform like retweet podcast where I like, when you have your confidence rooted in something other than maybe your looks or even your grades, because yeah. grades can be overwhelming as well. Yeah. Um, it really, really helps. Yeah. I recently started a YouTube channel, guys. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to <laughs> Shout subscribe. out. It will be linked. Um, yeah, but that's something that really helps as well. Because um, I do think, truly, if you are in situations where you're constantly competing with other people, I guess you could argue that we could be competing with other podcasts and I could be competing with yeah. other. But the thing is, I, we never think about it like we that. We never think about we it. We think about our own growth. And when we talk about this podcast and what we want for it, we never talk about it in comparison to like other yeah. podcasts. Like we just talk about our goals. Podcast, which <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Oh my and, gosh, thank you. And he's a supporter. Yeah, no, but the I reason. Know, <laughs> yeah, but that's one of the reasons why I found, like, doing, like, trying my, like, try hard in school, guys. Like, if you want to do well in school, do well in school. Yeah. But 
it's hard, especially in post-secondary, to not compete with other people. You're yeah. constantly competing for scholarships, for internships. People in your class are asking you what grade you did. Yeah. yeah. And, like, even at the end of the day, point, pl- point blank period, like, social media is, is the number one platform that you can look to. Like, in- not Twitter, but, like, Instagram. Instagram like, go on sure. there. Like, that is a competition. That is a flex fest. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, comparison is the killer of all joy. And yeah, when you start... It can literally... Yeah. It can and when you start comparing yourself to other people, that's when your own confidence goes in the fucking shithole. And that's when you need to, like, you literally need to stop comparing yourself to other people and realize that just because someone else has something doesn't, like, dim your light. You know what I mean? Like, both both candles can be lit at the same time. Yeah. Like, you, just because someone else has it doesn't mean that whatever you have or whatever you're bringing to the table is less of or less than. For sure. And that's like a huge thing. But it's hard because I think a lot of times when we talk about comparison, oftentimes we are talking about us diminishing ourselves. But a big point that was brought up in the beginning, which I definitely, definitely struggled with when I was younger, was putting other people down to make you confident, Mm -hmm. Um, which definitely comes from a place of just like being pretentious, which is literally, guys, like I promise you, I promise you, promise you, promise you, that bitch in your art class that's pretentious as fuck is actually really insecure. And you think she's cool as shit, but she sucks. Like I I promise yeah. there are so many different archetypes of this type of person in your schools and different like teams yeah um there's no reason for anyone to be putting someone else down if you're putting someone else down you're ups- there's something upset like you're upset with something or insecure about something in your own life yeah. and you're putting yeah, people you're yeah you're putting your like other people down to make yourself feel better about whatever situation that you're in yeah, and that's just reflect. That's just fucking sad. And it's sad because you're going to see you're going to meet these people in all walks of life. Like it's not just like when you're younger, when you're in high school, when you're like it like a young teen, like there's adults, there's old grown people that will literally project their failings on you and make try to make you feel like shit. And it's like no. Yeah, no. That's, that's a- when you ha- realize that no self-worth and no self-confidence is present when you have to put other people down. Yeah, no, for sure. That's a huge thing, too. When I left high school, I was like, everyone is grown. Everyone knows who they are. Everyone's on no. their own track. No. Life is high school. All life of your is life high is high school. school. Your workplace is another high school. Oh, University God. is another high school. Like, people grow up, but they don't grow out of their toxic traits and habits. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be hating on you. But you know what? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, clearly <laughs> no, someone's seriously. hating on you. And also, if they're taking, like, all this time to, like, pour energy into looking at what you're doing and criticize what you're doing, it's like, you're literally watching me. You're listening to my podcast. You're obsessed Thanks with me. for the view. <laughs> Thanks for oh literally projecting my own life. But, like, yeah, no. like, if people are watching you that hard, like, I mean, take notes, sis, and, you know, like, better yourself, I guess. I have, I, honestly, like, if... Yeah. If someone's going to come to you with negative energy, you just can't, you can't waste your time feeling like mad about it. Give them a, yeah, literally just give, just let them take notes. Yeah.
How do you guys feel about the saying, um, you can't love others until you love yourself? I think it's facts. I think it's facts because because, um, the relationship that you have with yourself is the relationship that is going to be with you for the longest. And I'm sorry, like, not to be, like, so cynical. Like, obviously, you all have family and friends that love you. Um, But at the end of the day, we are all alone, okay? And so you can't. And as a Libra, I struggled with this a lot because, like, I feel like a lot of the times I will deflect my own issues or whatever and try to help other people. And that, in turn, makes me feel better because I'm at least helping someone else Um, And instead of dealing with my own shit. And it's like you really cannot fully love someone else until you love yourself because you're when zero self-love is is like present within you, you're not going to be able to love them fully. And your own insecurities and your own self-loathing is going to manifest itself within your relationship and it's going to come out one way or another. So that's why I think that. And like, yeah, I just think that the relationship you have with yourself sets the tone for all the other relationships that you have in your life. And you need to foster that relationship because if you don't love yourself, like what What is you doing? Like, what is the point? You're not going to be able to do anything that you want in life. You're not going to be able to accomplish your goals because why would you? You don't have any self-worth or self-love. So you're not going to be able to like manifest your goals or do anything that you really want to do when you don't have self-love. And let the people around you know too how to treat you. Like if you treat yourself, like if they see that you, Mm -hmm. you know, take care of yourself, you treat yourself right. Like Know your worth. Yeah. Yeah, You know your worth and you don't let anybody, you know. Yeah, I know that's Yeah, I know that's definitely like one of the biggest points I've learned throughout my whole entire life is that you tell people how the fuck to treat you. Yeah. Like truly, when you like I don't really know how to say this in English, like miskeen, like <laughs> yeah. Um when you just miskeen like miskeen is like kind of like innocent, like just like uh people like pity you, I guess. Yeah. That's how I describe it. Um if you present yourself as someone who um needs pitying or just lesser than people are then going to treat you as such yeah Yeah. so if you put yourself forward then it will help the only thing is is i do believe fake it till you make it but have you ever been in situations where um someone presents themselves as uh competent but it's very not genuine yeah and it's very much a costume and you can just see right through it and you're like ew like it's just awkward and like I have been in that situation, but I feel like confidence is such a weird thing because, like, I was having a conversation, like, Lydia was there, like, with some of my friends, and they were, like, we were talking about confidence, and they were, like, Dina, you're very confident. And I was, like, what? <laughs> like, I, I, I know that I'm confident in, like, some aspects, but <laughs> I was, like, yeah. but it wasn't, like, it's not something that I would be, like, like, I wouldn't think that my friends look at me and say, like, oh, Dina's a very confident person, but... They said that, and I was like, what the hell? So I'm, like, trying to think about my own self, and I I realized that my confidence is 100% not rooted in anything that is physical, Um, which, I mean, like, (laughs) not to say that's the positive or negative. I mean, it's something I'm trying to work on, but I just know, (laughs) like, I just know that, like, certain things about myself, like having this podcast, having this platform, um, being very sure in, like, a lot of my opinions, my ideas, knowing that I'm a smart person, I'm a smart woman, and um, knowing what I have to offer. Like, I'm a very self-aware person. And I think that's where confidence comes from, is being aware of what you have to offer. Because, like Olivia said, like, know your worth. You set the tone for how people treat you. And, like, if you go into a store and something has no price tag on it, and the person tells you, you can pay whatever you want for it best believe you're going to be paying the lowest price yeah and so if you don't tell people how to treat you they're gonna 
they're going to go for the lowest price. You need to set your price tag high and you need to know what you have to offer and know what you bring. Yeah, you need to know what you bring to the table in order to demand the type of treatment that you want and that you deserve yeah 110 percent for sure i really just did a sermon like yeah you really did i really went off yeah (laughs) no it's true and it's interesting because someone actually called me out on that comment i made on growing up ugly about how i felt like i have like a really high self-confidence and i have a lot of i'm really self-aware as well and i definitely understand uh what i bring to the table as far as like my character and who i am but like i said before like as far as um, sex esteem like I never felt super confident mm-hmm. and so do you believe that self-confidence um, can be like separated in different like compartments a hundred percent I do th- I think so too I think so too like- I think you know like I think that's part of being more self-aware and understanding where you may lack and where you need to build and I think like self-confidence for like for me personally self-confidence is most difficult when it comes to my looks which is weird but like I know other people have the opposite problem where it comes from um like what they like like their personality and who they are and I feel like what they bring which it's pretty growing up ugly privilege and it's hard because also uh Angie is in Montreal but so I don't know if it's like different there you can kind of speak on that as well after but me and Dina obviously are still in the white city that we (laughs) have grown up in and it's so hard yeah, no, it's so hard to try to prosper. Even with the amount of confidence that we have, yeah. it's still hard to prosper in this city. There's only so much you can do. And so that says a lot about confidence because a lot of institutions, like confidence in a lot of ways when you're younger is a privilege. Mm-hmm. Because if you're brought up to be confident in your school, like think about white yeah. guys like who raise. Yeah. Yeah, no, think about oh, white yeah. guys who raise their hand, even in women's studies classes, where they're oh, talking bullshit. I know, and I'm like, bruh, it took me, like, it took me until second year to start participating in my classes exactly. at university. Well, that's, yeah, but that's, <laughs> is that a character flaw within you, or is that, I don't think so. It's but it's institutional. Yeah. That's 100%. Like, definitely, there's definitely, it's a weird term, I don't think I've ever heard it, but there's definitely confidence privilege. Certain people <laughs> have privileges where they're allowed to be yeah. confident yeah. at a younger age, and they're actually encouraged to be confident whereas women more specifically women of color are not allowed they're not and also i feel like we're instilled with the sense of being humble and honestly guys fuck being humble i'm barely humble i'm (laughs) no honestly i literally because if me being (laughs) if me (laughs) if me being humble means me like pretending that i don't know what i have and yeah and diminishing myself and like waiting for someone to like compliment me Fuck that. Fuck being humble 2018. Sisters, we're not being humble in 2019. Know what you have. Know your worth and add tax. Yeah, for sure. So how do you... Yeah, so how do you... Because, okay, the thing about um, your character, I kind of gave advice on maybe you should try... Um, maybe you should try building on things outside of school and mm-hmm. your looks. Maybe you should build on something that you're passionate about, etc. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's school, maybe it's looks, but whatever. Like, just... Make sure you're doing the best at something that you're passionate about to build uh, confidence. So as far as, like, the looks go and as far as, like, the sex esteem, like, what do you do to gain confidence on your like, Like, in your looks? Yeah, because I think it's very interesting. So, again, sorry, I keep referencing this podcast episode on uh, yeah. the Growing Up Ugly. I hope you guys all listen to it. If you haven't, then definitely do. Yeah. Um, I talk Shameless about book. one of my Dude, first... Is great. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes to listen 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I talk about one of the first times going to the club and how I felt like, oh my goodness, this is the first time I'm getting all this attention. And I remember I felt like the shit for like a good month. Like I was like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Um, I definitely realized how problematic that was because, <laughs> because, no, because how did I, yeah, like I just, I just got the male gaze and I felt amazing, but how do I cure, because I can't do that every, I mean, I could, but that would be really bad. But like, honestly though, it starts like that because it's like the first time. I get that. The first time you get like male attention, it's like, okay, cool. But now I feel like I'm fucking numb. A guy's like, you're pretty and I'm like, okay, like Say something else. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's something that you get over. But I know. I feel like sometimes it is really problematic to have your confidence rooted in, like, male validation or people complimenting you. Um, but, I mean, we all love compliments. And I feel like your compliments should just affirm what you already know about yeah. yourself. Um, so I guess, like, the biggest advice that I could give to anyone is to, like, really, like, sit with your thoughts. Because a lot of the times we are always just on the go on the go and not really like sitting down and reflecting on things um and just like think about what you love about yourself like honestly genuinely think about yourself and the impact you have on others um a lot of the times I'll read through my like this sounds so dumb but I'll read through like my astrology like my like traits and fuck everyone that says like astrology's fake and whatever whatever yeah no we we co-find astrology on retweet astrology (laughs) yeah we're astrology sisters but I feel like looking at, like, even the traits that are associated with your sign and then looking at, like, um, things that are supposed to be associated with you. And then that can also help you, like, gain confidence because then you become more self-aware and with self-awareness can come self-love. Yeah, I know for sure. And another thing that I definitely do, I don't know if any of you guys collect your cards. I keep every single card. Oh, my gosh, me too. And it's so insane. Like, even when you were talking about, like, Dina, when you were talking about... <laughs> we'll make you cards. We'll make you a card. Yeah, no, or even text messages. Like I always screenshot nice text messages yeah. and I try to print them out because when people, when you, when you realize how people perceive you, I know that's also bad. <laughs> but it's not bad. It's not okay. bad. I think if it, all it of your perspective. Yeah, yeah, if all of your worth is rooted in that. Yeah, mm. like when people, I remember in the library, I was in this conversation with Dina and uh, a couple of our friends. Um, one of them had mentioned that. I am really confident in ways that I don't care what other people think. And I was like, I didn't even know people thought that about me. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Whenever I'm with Lydia, she's getting complimented all the time. (laughs) All the time. And people are always coming up to her and she's famous. So (laughs) I'm um, not. (laughs) Yeah, no. first told me like when I first learned somebody else's like perspective on like my confidence or whatever mm-hmm. but like they were like yeah Angie just like you just don't give a fuck Angie and I was like why do you think I don't give a fuck like, <laughs> Angie I don't think you give a fuck yeah I was like Angie needs to this podcast she does not give a fuck guys Angie let me give you a little perspective on Angie <laughs> um Angie will dm any guy that she thinks is a shithead and will literally call them out like she does not give a fuck like <laughs> yeah yeah like if they're doing something bad yeah she'll screenshot yeah she'll screenshot messages of guys that are problematic and put it on her story oh, yeah. like <laughs> not even a finsta not even on a finsta she said let me put it on my oh, fucking story yeah i'm trying to 
I'm trying to bring that bad bitchery energy into 2019. Yeah. Because that's we're, so Yo, a big thing about being a bad bitch, honestly, is not being a male pleaser. I'm no, sorry. Yeah. Fuck male pleasers. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Your SoundCloud sucks. <laughs> your Timberlands you are fucking dirty. Okay, your have. waves suck. And guess what? You're brushing away your fucking hairline. So you're going to yeah. be balding in about five years. No. Fe- like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly, that is one of the biggest giveaways. Not I even think. just like male pleasers, people pleasers in general, but yeah, yeah like male yeah, pleasers, sure. people that like, like, because you see this a lot with girls that try to like fit that mold of like the the guy's girl. It's or, usually like, whatever. the queens, but the yeah. Queens. <laughs> and it's like, sis, like, love yourself a little bit, okay? Just love yourself a little bit. I know you don't like football, okay? <laughs> but you're out here pretending like you know shit. You're at the games rooting for guys that don't give a shit about you. Yeah, like, just more self-love, guys. Yeah. But, yeah, for sure. Back to my sexy question. Like, I still don't have an answer. Like, how do you get confident <laughs> about your sex esteem? Um, I don't know. I think I, like, sex? really struggle with sex esteem. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that wasn't an <laughs> advice. Because <laughs> I always wonder... just comes with um you know being able to pick good partners because that's one of the things I find like for the most part not all people but for the most part or not all cases sorry I would say for the most part um that does kind of depend on other people Mm -hmm. I think so I think it definitely does like I mean you're having sex with another person right so it's an experience that you're sharing with somebody else and somebody else can give you like they'll obviously give you like some sort of feedback you know so yeah for sure you go from there but I don't know yeah just try to pick better partners that make you feel good yeah and then maybe get good fits good sexy fits <laughs> yeah get good just take care of yourself you yeah care. for sure yeah. Yeah. And even when we look at, like, even academic confidence, like, kind of going back to, um, because obviously that's a huge part of a lot of people's lives, especially people who are in their early 20s. Um, I think it's hard to have academic confidence, especially as people who are, like, women of color and women in general um, and people of color, obviously. Anybody who's just, like, not a white guy, like, a white cisgendered (laughs) guy, it's hard to feel confident in spaces where you're not historically, um, like, present or valid. I know for me, like, my parents didn't go to post-secondary, um, and I'm, my brother didn't, like, graduate university, and so it's just, like, me and my sister, and so not having that background and, like, ha- having someone almost help me out or feel, like, represented, like, I don't have a wall of, like, my, or my dad doesn't have, like, a sweater of Western that was, like, this was my school, like, I used to live in this residence, I used to chug beer with the bros and, like, whatever, like, I don't have that background, and mm-hmm. so being in the space where I feel, like, unwelcomed, it's hard to not like feel confident um but I think my biggest advice is just like not giving a fuck mm-hmm. I think in all aspects of confidence I definitely think that like maybe it's just like not giving a fuck but it's hard not giving a fuck when you have like anxiety and you like think about all these things yeah but you have to realize that like it just doesn't matter like just whatever anybody has to say about you like just yeah doesn't have to you. do you feel like tackling um mental health issues definitely like how did like how do we intersect mental health issues and oh confidence? God, no, definitely. Like when I was, um, well, I don't go to therapy anymore, unfortunately. But when I used to, it like definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you're just able to like 
pick yourself apart, you know, and like take out what you're good at and the things that you excel at and the things that make you feel good and the things that you know you're um, like competent at. Yeah. And you're like, these are the things that can build me up. And then these other things I need to work on. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's like, yeah, that's definitely like one of the biggest keys of like bad bitchery is just being more self-aware because even in our friendship podcast, we were talking about people who lack identity. So like those friendship hoppers that kind of steal your sense of identity and they take that with them and they move on to their next friend group or even they just develop that sense of identity and maybe they don't even leave, leave your side, but they just really just soak up all of your energy and how those friends are usually insecure and those are really high maintenance friends because they really take everything from you and they lack self-awareness. They don't have a sense of identity. I yeah. And so how would, because I feel like you have a very distinct type of style, very distinct type of energy. And so how do you feel like you kind of came about that? Because a lot of people struggle with like finding their, maybe their niche or just mm-hmm. like their quote unquote brand. I don't even know. Do you think I have a brand? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm just, I don't know how to answer that. Like, do you feel like it was definitely, like, do you feel like you forced it or do you feel like you no, kind of went with I the flow it. and then you said, okay. Because sometimes I think that also with the whole confidence issue is overthinking it mm-hmm. so we don't want to be in positions where we're overthinking it and you give yourself a time limit where you're like okay i'm out of high school by first year i'm gonna be confident as hell like here's the summer like yeah. two yeah. months it's about to kill it like yeah. it's hard because when we we're talking about in the beginning how confidence and insecurity aren't two separate identities or mm-hmm. like two separate things mm-hmm. i definitely think that you can either be a confident person or an insecure person but even within the confidence there are times of insecurity. like it's a, it's a continuum like a yeah. yeah for sure yeah. Um, and also, like the the like the entire concept of self confidence, self worth, self love, is very malleable. It, like it's not static. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not like a I'm confident every single second of every single day. Yeah. It's all like, yeah. No one is like yeah. Like Rihanna. Like no. Yeah. Like self love is a process, and it happens every day. And you have to like be conscious of that and not feel discouraged when like you feel like shit sometimes because that's the reality and we all feel like shit sometimes even rihanna and even beyonce yeah how do you guys that's the problem that's the problem with like social media and stuff right like that you never see that side of people yeah you just see like the highlight reel yeah as alexa would say yeah no for sure (laughs) but it's interesting because i i started following recently people who um, will like post pictures of them having or after an anxiety attack like they're just really vulnerable online mm. it's hard because in those situations we've all seen a million story times on YouTube of like someone crying on the floor being like life is ruined like Trisha Paytas like on <laughs> her kitchen floor but a lot of times that scene it's interesting how those moments are seen as being attention thirsty and the highlight reels are never seen as attention thirsty yeah. if that makes yeah, sense yeah like when you're it's a cry for when it's a cry for help or like someone being very vulnerable then it's like oh, she just wants yeah. like attention but truly i think that being vulnerable in moments where you um maybe aren't like social acceptable or like you're just like unhappy or just like things that aren't quote-unquote highlight reels i think that truly yeah. does display a lot of confidence yeah i like yeah. that's a weird flex like that's it's such a fucking weird flex. like why is someone trying to like that's not a Someone trying to ask for, like, a di- yeah, like, that's fucking weird. I think it's so fucking weird when people, um, like, only show good parts of them. Like, yeah. 
Like, people who have never, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. a bad day. Like, are you. Yeah. Surviving? Yeah. But I feel like there's different. Different social medias for different shit, though. Because, like, I feel like on my Twitter, I would be like. Yeah. Fuck this. (laughs) On my Instagram, I'm like. Sponsor me, Fashion Nova. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. it's like, there's different. I tweets about my year today. And Yeah. Because Twitter is like, yeah, Twitter's more like, it's more real. Personal. Guys, yeah. honestly, my biggest mistake, but my biggest W was getting Twitter this year. Yes. <laughs> Your biggest mistake was not getting it earlier. Yeah, my biggest mistake was not getting yeah. it earlier, but my biggest W is getting it this year for sure. Big mistake. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I also, Twitter. Yeah. No, and, like, I think about that all the time because I'm in situations where I'm at school and people are constantly networking. They're constantly putting their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. I have people who are in my classes, and they'll show me their Instagram, and it's literally just, like, a LinkedIn. And I get it because it's Instagram, so it's, like, a resume mm-hmm. almost in some ways. Um, but they're almost always like that. Like, it's almost like they're always trying to get a job when they're anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's very weird to me that they won't show any type of vulnerability or any off days. Mm. So, I, yeah, that's one another lesson that I definitely wish I could have told myself in first year is people are only showing their best shit, yeah. And just because they are, that doesn't mean they actually have their shit together. Yeah. Trust me, boo-boo. Like, yeah. it's, think about your friends. Like, think about your friends' Instagrams and, like, their lives and what they tell you. Yeah. yeah. That's actually yeah, such a like. good comparison. Yeah. That's so true. You're just a girl that you can be walking down the street. I think you know that I'm the one that you want in your company. I'm too much of a woman, too much of a woman, too much of a badass bitch. Too much of a boss, baby, it's your loss. Now you gotta live with it. Too much, three much, four much, five much, two much for you. What are what are our? Cause you did go off on Twitter and I saw. Yeah, like what is what are our goals? What are we taking into the new year? What are we doing to better ourselves? Man, you know, like, just work on yourself. And a big thing, too, I f- again, with the whole uh, friendships and relationships, truly, if you are friends with people who are self-confident, oh, yeah. I promise you, drop you won't friends. feel drop insecure. Here. Find out. Yeah, <laughs> no, drop a couple friends because truly when I dropped, even when I didn't, it's really interesting, even when I didn't actually know they were insecure, as soon as I stopped being friends with certain people, I was like, oh, my God, that was the energy I was yeah. getting. Like, they never really blatantly told me they were insecure, nor did I feel as though they were particularly insecure. But as yeah. I distanced myself, I was like, that was clearly your insecurity projecting on me. Yeah. And now I feel a weight is lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> to your mom, ask your mom what, which her least favorite one of your friends is and drop those. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. She she, she always, always knows. knows. That's actually so true. Okay, so what are you going to do in the new year, Lydia, to be your baddest self? I think 
one big thing that I always do is I often, before I do something, I always go through the motions of, okay, so how is this person going to perceive this? How is this person going to perceive this? How is this person going to perceive this? For those of you who don't know, I've mentioned it a million freaking times. Um, I grew up like really intense in the church and I feel like a lot of those people still follow me on social media. I don't particularly post anything bad, but I definitely do think twice before I post anything, even though I feel like it is an extension of me. Mm-hmm. I never post anything just for shits. I mean, I do post things for shits and giggles, but <laughs> I never post anything that's like particularly bad like yeah. me like getting shit faced for shits and giggles on my social media yeah. um so if i'm doing something like whether it be for the podcast it's like kind of more political and i feel like this is definitely an extension of who i am and my belief system but oh like do i want to post it do i want to think about it because what if you know my ex-youth pastor will See listen it, to yeah. it i think for me one of the biggest like decisions i'm going to be making forward is if i fuck with it then point blank period it's over it's that's the decision mm-hmm. um when you start like stop living your life stop for other people, people yeah. yeah you like trust me those people even if they don't like what you're doing they will have so much more respect for you mm-hmm. because truly there are some people out there that maybe i don't really mess with what they're doing it's not problematic but i just don't resonate with what they're doing mm-hmm. i have so much more respect for them if they're doing it out of their own willingness and they're doing it because yeah. they believe in themselves yeah, and when you are when you are doing things for yourself more, as far as like the way you dress, your career choices, etc., um, you will gain more com- like more respect for yourself, mm-hmm. and that will then translate to confidence. I definitely think so. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a really big point because we all do it. Like I, especially me, like I will want to post certain things, especially on Instagram. Like I'm not as candid as like I would be in real life, and you don't really get too much about me through my Instagram. Um, but I think, yeah, like, uh, not thinking twice about stuff that you're posting. And I think a lot of the times I think, like, especially, like, if I post something that's more, like, revealing or whatever, I'm like, oh, I don't want to post this. Like, I don't want, you know, like, I don't want certain male attention or I don't want. But it's like, fuck that. If I like this photo yeah. and I look good, I'm going to post it regardless of who's going to message me back. Yeah, guys, I recently posted, it wasn't even sexy, but I posted a video on my story of me twerking a fucking soldier boy. And I got a message and I was so upset about it, guys. Like, I was so upset, especially because it was right after I had made a podcast episode talking about how I don't want comments about my ass. And there was a freaking comment about my ass. And I was literally so upset. And Dina... To stop coming on my ass, but I don't want it. But Dina had messaged me being like, Lydia, you don't need, like, you shouldn't like uh, censor your content because other people are watching. And that's so true. Like, the truth is, is if you want to post something, regardless of what you post, there's a comment section. There's a reply yeah. to your story section. Like, people are going to do what they want. And I can't stop them. Like, my thing is, op- like, my profile's open. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But stop giving a fuck. And you know what? Travis, if somebody tries to tell you something on DMs, just confront them in person next time. Bring it up. Bring like, That's the crazy that's part. Bad bitch energy. No. Yes. That is bad bitch energy. Honestly, guys, take the bad bitch energy from your Twitter, from your Instagram, and project that in real life. And also, guys, the block button is your friend. That's what I've realized. Block people, mute people. Don't. Yeah. I'm the type of person where I feel so bad when I don't answer people. I don't know why. I just... I don't know what it is about me, but like, honestly, block them, (laughs) delete them, whatever. If you don't like what they're saying to you and on Lydia's point about like not censoring yourself, regardless of what you do, people are going to have something to say about it. So I might as well just like what you're doing. Might as well do whatever the fuck you want, because guess what? If you're, 
if you're doing too much, people are going to say you're doing too much. If you're doing the least, people are going to say, oh, she's doing the least. People are going to have something to say about you regardless, regardless of what you're doing. So you might as well be happy with what you're doing because at least someone's happy. (laughs) Yeah, that's really (laughs) actually embarrassing. I'm sorry. People were doing the least and that's really actually embarrassing. For sure. And another like, point. you can think of something better. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And another point, I don't know if other people relate to this, um, to like this idea of like maybe growing up in a religious institution and feeling as though you had to restrict yourself because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, one big thing that I really had to think about when I was kind of transitioning into being more myself and allowing myself to grow mm-hmm. was really evaluating my personal belief of what I felt god made me to be and Mm -hmm. truly one of the biggest things i had to really come to terms with was this idea that if i really do believe that god made me the way i am if i don't like have respect for myself enough to be who i am then i would rather have enough respect for god as who i believe is like the greatest artist of all time Mm. to pull through with what he has created so that's one of the biggest points for me personally is i don't disrespect anyone's art and i think not only myself, but everyone is art, and Aww. you should be able to live through your, um, your your path, and your you know, truth, yeah. yeah, you're, and everyone is different. Not everyone is going to be the same type of archetype and what's trendy and etc. And that's okay. Like you don't need to be trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be okay with being yourself, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think wow, about your body. Guys. Like, think about this is the one body you have. Literally, I think about this all the time. Yeah. I'm about getting old in my body, and I'm like, yo, I need to like, I need to take care of myself because like I can't be old and like have a body that I hate or that yeah. I hate my entire life. Like, For yeah. sure, and it's like. like that. Yeah, when you're old, you're not going to think, oh, my God, I wish I um, actually fit the standards of everyone else, and I wish I did everything that everybody wanted me to do. You're going to think, oh, my God, I wish I just did whatever the fuck I wanted, because even when I look back at high school, which wasn't even that long ago, I think about, oh, my God, I wish I didn't think about what other people thought about me. I wish I just did whatever the fuck I wanted. I think about that all the time. I think about going back to high school and redoing it and not giving a fuck and going in with the attitude that I have now. Like, a lot of things I didn't yeah. want in school, like, made me not want to, like, perform yeah. in class. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even want to read out loud. I think, like... Mm. I'd be, like, so <laughs> embarrassed if the teacher was like, okay, Lydia, read this passage out loud. I'd be, like, quaking. I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, but, like... English class, because we had to, like, speak in front of the classroom and shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't do it. And now I'm like, oh, my God. I wish... Now it's like, I want to shut up in class. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot to say. Yeah. Um, yeah and one thing that um like through conversation um somebody older who I'm really lucky to have in my life was kind of talking about her experience and she was saying how like her character is like the realest thing she ever had to fake and that really resonated with me because I was like that is so true like Mm. who I am is like so genuine to like my life anyone like whoever you are like you're you are the way you are through experience, through, yeah. like, all the challenges you've been able yeah. to face. So why fake it? Like, mm-hmm. be proud of who you are and how you've overcome so many things. Like, if you're here, you done did the damn deed. Like, you, you might done not did be, the damn deed, You might sister. not be extremely happy and you are going to have other obstacles, but look how far you've gotten. Like, trust me, you've gone through that dumb heartbreak in high school. Like, yeah. you've done so much. Yeah, I think it just goes to show that, like, all your experiences – make you who you are even the fucking hard ones yeah and 
you know, you did that. You done you done did the damn you thing. You did the damn thing. You got through it, and you're only you're only gonna be better for your experiences. Um, yeah, like you're gonna learn something. You're gonna have a new perspective on something. Um, I think that that's how you grow your confidence too. Is just having a very very secure sense of who you are. Um, and in 2019, I just urge you guys to like become really self-aware, spend time by yourself because a lot of us are very uncomfortable being alone, doing things yes. alone, um, spend time. Yeah. Like yeah, go do something by yourself. Enjoy your time alone. Um, enjoy time with yourself because if you can't spend time by yourself, you probably don't like yourself very much. That's, that's honestly like, the tea. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, it's and just it point blank, circle, period. Like, you don't like yourself. People don't like you. You can't relate. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and like be, like, be present with yourself. Like, because I feel like all the time, even when I'm by myself, like, I struggle with this a lot where um, I'll always be doing something. Like, I'll always, I'll have Netflix on. I'll have YouTube on. I'll have, like, whatever. And it's like, Dina, just fucking sit. Like, listen to music or and just, like, journal or, like, do something. Like, like create art if that's what if that's what you are or like do something that like feeds your soul and do something that you're not always constantly like being distracted by the other things around you um be present and learn like learn who you are spend time alone and when you do that that's when you're going to be able to like foster a really sincere form of self-love and a form of self-love that doesn't isn't going to be wavered by what other people say about you or other people tearing you down because when you have true true like self-confidence yes like people's words can hurt but they're not going to be a make or break for you no you're you're going to be able to take them apart and be like why did they say that and how does that like why you know yeah it's not going to be about you anymore it's going to be like they feel this way because i made them feel like this but Mm -hmm. it's because they feel not confident Yeah, no, it definitely does that. And you'll attract the best as a friend, trust me. The realest you are, the less fake your friends become. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, real, uh, this is so corny, but real does attract real. Like, (laughs) real eyes recognize real lies. No, truly, because people who are fake, (laughs) no, people who are fake quake at the idea of you, trust me. There's a reason why they don't like you, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's just because I'm me. <laughs> yeah. And they don't like that. Yeah. Um, I think just to, like, end off, just, like, what do you guys want to bring into Yeah, 2019. Year? I don't know. Just, like, more prosperity. More, more, yeah, more self-reflection. Yeah. More, sel- more self-reflection. Reflection yeah. is super important, guys. Like, don't just, like, keep going through life and never look and back. Just, like, reflect on your yeah true yeah obviously understand where you lack yeah but also understand where you've already done so well I know a lot of times I've watched a couple of the how to be a bad bitch or how to be confident videos and a lot of times of course I do co-sign the idea that uh, fake it till you make it does work um but if you just constantly talk about how you don't like your nose so you pretend to like your nose that's cool but also uh, name out things that you genuinely like about yourself yeah. <laughs> as well so that it's not just fake, fake, fake. You know, you have to add a little bit of real love within your fake love and then it'll grow. 
Um, I think another huge thing for me is um, because I compartmentalize so much of my confidence to really concentrate on places where I lack. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for a long time I talked about it also in the Friendship Podcast where I was talking about how I often struggle with um, emotions and I'm really hard to it's not really doesn't come easy for me to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. so I think that having like emotional confidence almost like Mm -hmm. not being scared to like cry in front of someone I love etc that's always something I'm going to be taking into 2019 and you know if you're a crybaby say it with your chest like (laughs) you know I love being vulnerable and I love having friends that I can be vulnerable with because I love crying and I love She's a Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> we love a Pisces. She, we love a Pisces. <laughs> Water um, sign. Yeah. <laughs> I think just for me, I want to treat myself like I treat my friends. That's a huge one. Yeah. It's so important. Like, I, I know, like, for so many of my friends, I would drop everything for them. Or, like, I would, I'm, like, I show so much empathy or I'm so, like, yeah, kind towards them or whatever. And forgiving. And it's, like, we don't have that same energy towards ourselves. And it's sad. Like, you need to treat yourself how you would treat someone that you love because you need to love yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. So just, like, I just want to treat myself better and be more understanding about my, like, shortcomings. And also not not to the point where I'm, like, delusional. Like, you can't be, like, a delusional narcissist and be, like, yeah. I'm amazing and whatever. You're not a god. There's a lot. Yeah, like. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not a god, but you're really great. <laughs> you're really great. And, like, you know what? Like, I need to th- you need to think about yourself, like, from an outside perspective like if I was not me I would want to be friends with myself and that's how I'm I'm trying to think of myself in like from another perspective and I think that's gonna help with my self-love even though I mean I have self-love but we're just trying to get better yeah there's always room for improvement there's always room for improvement Yeah. yeah what about you Angie um I could not disagree with anything that you say I I could just I don't know. I don't even know what to add to that. You covered all of it. Just basically bad Pretty bitch, much. bad just, bitch yeah, energy in 2019. Be, literally try to be more yourself. Try to be less like other people. Um, but at the same time, try to be aware just of what other people mm-hmm. need from yeah. you or what they, where you can offer them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's a good note yeah. to end the podcast on. And be more kind. Be more kind. Be more kind. Yeah. yeah cause the don't be real- a hating ass bitch. Yeah. If you're a hating ass bitch, you're not confident. You don't have any of us fooled. I don't care. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. If you're talking about other people, like your opinions don't matter to me because you're not confident. And I don't even have the energy to say that to your face, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Like I really, <laughs> and she does, but um, I definitely, yeah, I don't. Um, so yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is going to hopefully be your last episode just on SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, and Spotify because we are going to be doing YouTube today. We were supposed to do a YouTube um, episode, but unfortunately, this is a cyber episode because Angie's in Montreal, so we just didn't feel like there was any importance to have to YouTube, like, videotape us. I also have, like, my hair in bleach right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another thing. Um, So, yeah, we're going to try to make YouTube videos. We're super excited for the new year and to be able to bring that to you guys because it will be really interesting for you guys yeah, to see us to in the see studio. Us. I won't be able to wear sweatpants when we record anymore, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. I'm going to start. I'm going to keep wearing sweatpants. I'm not going to wear makeup. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, we just have to figure out, like, all the technical stuff with getting on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, we will be back in the new year with – well, I guess this will be out in the new year. Yeah. But we will be – yeah, we'll be back in um, – Later. In January, yeah. February time, 
with more retweet for your head top. Yeah, you guys think this is this is the beginning, y'all. Like, just the beginning. I know you guys like the content. Thank you guys so much for all the positive feedback we got in 2018. This was honestly one of the best decisions that I've made in 2018 was making so, this podcast with Dina. So um, amazing. Oh, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Like, thank you so much, Andy. Yeah. And thank you so much to anyone that has ever messaged come up to her, me, messaged yeah. me. Co- yeah, come up to Lydia, messaged her. Um, all the positive feedback that we're getting is incredible and like the support from like the community in london is crazy thank you guys so much like even if you've only listened to one episode even this is the only episode of you you listen to even if you listen to two minutes even if you you just followed us and you never listened to an episode i don't care thank you so much we're so grateful truly like yeah anyways retweet signing off yeah (laughs) bye y'all bye my body I need you to protect my heart give me your hand put it here this is where you start keep feeling on me